Good morning, everyone. This is Aliza Libin-Baranowski coming to talk to you today about Yirmiyahu chapter 24. Um, in a few short weeks, Jews from Hodu to Kush will read the Migilat Esther, whose eponymous hero is descended from King Yehoniah, the son of Yehoiakim. In 929, we last met him in Malachim Bet chapter 24 when he was called Yehoiakim. At age 18, his three-month reign was cut short, or so Malachim Bet tells us, by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babel, capturing him and taking him to Babel. In our chapter, Yirmiyahu has a vision of two baskets of figs. Hadud echad te'enim tovot me'od ke'te'enei ha'bechurot, ve'hadud echad te'enim ra'ot me'od, asher lo techolna mi'roa. One basket contained very good figs, like first ripened figs, and the other basket contained very bad figs, so bad they could not be eaten. That's verse 2. The good figs symbolize Yehoniah, the elders of Judah, and all the artisans and skilled workers who were exiled with them. We might be under the impression that this group of people is to be written off and gone forever, but that's not the case. God promises that he will return them to their land in Pasuk 6. The Samti Enai Alehem Latova, the Hashivotim Al Haaratazat, Uvnitim, the Lo Eheros, the Netatim, the Lo Etosh. I will look upon them favorably, and I will bring them back to this land. I will build them and not overthrow them. I will plant them and not uproot them. Each of these last two clauses has two parts, the good that will happen to Yehoniah and his group, and the bad thing that will not happen to them. Implicit is the idea that the parallel bad things, destruction and uprooting, will happen to Tzidkiyahu and his followers. Additionally, the good Judeans will be returned to God through God's instigation. As it says in verse 7, and I will give them the understanding to acknowledge me, for I am Hashem, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God when they turn back to me with all their heart. In contrast, the bad figs will have a whole new set of horrors, which is enumerated in Pasuk 9. I will make them a horror and evil to all the kingdoms of the earth, a disgrace and a proverb, a byword and a curse in all the places to which I banish them. These people will get a terrifying three-part punishment described in verse 10, Verse 10, I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence against them, and that they will be exterminated. Anyone who looks for connections between biblical texts would have a field day with this chapter. From its first words, where the rare word duda'e is used to mean basket when it has previously meant mandrake, a type of flower, Jeremiah's vision is worded to hearken back to ancient Jewish discord. In the story of Rachel and Leah in Genesis 30, duda'im are flowers used as a biblical aphrodisiac. The word duda'e is used in the exact same possessive form. There, in Genesis, meaning you are son's mandrakes. In Genesis, the mandrakes brought by Reuben for his mother become a bargaining chip in the struggle between the sisters for the love of Jacob. Like in our chapter, there are two sides. One is a winner and one is a loser. But the grander illusion is still to come. When I read this chapter for the first time, I half expected the bad figs to rise up and eat the good figs, just as the skinny cows eat the fat cows in Pharaoh's dream in Genesis 40. 
Though the Bible doesn't use the identical words in Jeremiah and Genesis, the comparison of good and bad still brings forth a critical idea. In the story of Joseph interpreting Pharaoh's dream, a captive, Joseph, who has been written off for dead by his remaining family, gets an opportunity to rise out of his captivity by helping the Egyptians. He will rise to prominence and return to his ancestral home, both through the deliverance of his descendants and literally through the carrying of his bones. In our story, Yehoniah and his inner circle have been exiled to Babylon, but their story is not yet over. God tells us in this chapter that they will return to their land. As we see in the book of Esther, Yehoniah's descendants are those who will save their entire people, just as Yosef's dream interpretation and agricultural fat planning saves his family from starvation. Who will be brought low and who will rise up? It's not always the obvious answer, and it's not in our hands. Wishing everybody a wonderful day.